0: Hello and welcome back to the Fitcast Extra, Episode Eight. Joined once again, as always, by the notorious sporting panda. Here he is. Hello. How are you? Very well. How are you doing? You must be All right. happy.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm happy for the platform. Really, I think it's been a it's been a really good day, really positive. I think a couple of weeks ago we had the Black Thursday, as we called it, didn't we? And some sell offs. And I think Jaden Sancho, from a personal perspective, has has kind of led. Led my recovery, but more importantly, I don't have the figures, but the cash that's gone into him is healthy for the platform. So I'm happy, really. And not just that, I saw some buyers going through. I so saw Rashford being picked up. Um
0: Many, many buyers today. Is that because that. it's payday or close to I, payday? Is it payday? I, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really have a payday. <laughs> it's it's usually the... 26th, it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah, it like 23rd to 27th are usually the yeah. kind of... Uh, date ranges but um yeah. i mean it's it could also be cash balances i suppose it could
1: be because this is now the third sancho this week has done what's he done six six 10p and potentially 10p today so yeah. that is 32p isn't it so it's the consecutive nature which has maybe forced people's hands to spend some cash on him
0: Mm, mm. Mm. I think it's uh, he was nine pound ninety nine six days ago. So that that sounds like a bargain, doesn't it? At this point, well,
1: I still think he is. I I've been hearing like nonsense about, uh, <laughs> well, not nonsense. Sorry, because look, everyone, everyone's opinion is pretty valid, like no doubt. But I just for me, like I've been hearing like silliness from five pound, six pound, seven pound, eight pound, nine pound, and even now, as long as he goes to a major club in a pb league i think he's underpriced that's just my methodology like you know everyone's entitled to their own valuing methodology and yeah i mean unless he went to besiktas you know i wouldn't be concerned at that price i think he should be higher so i'll continue to pick up the dividends and keep buying um, what,
0: are you, what are your thoughts on a lot of people talking about the united move being uh priced in yeah what if he goes to chelsea are you, are yeah. you concerned about that not not, major not, in the, not in the slightest not in the slightest. Give me your reasoning. I'm not, well, I'd have to open
1: up my modelling and my Excel spreadsheet, but I just think (laughs) at this age, right, to have the media profile he's got, I know some of that is linked to a transfer, but at 20, to be winning pockets of media like he's doing, that's special. Then you combine that with the on-pitch statistics. You know, he's British, he's got that story arc about coming back. Even if he was to say, look, what's the worst case scenario? It's not Besiktas, is it? (laughs) Let's (laughs) let's say it's, uh, it won't even be Inter Milan, like Inter, Barca, PSG, let's talk about some of the outsiders. It wouldn't worry me. Um, You've still got that move to England. I think Chelsea in its own right, to answer your specific question, uh, he would elevate them to a status and he would pick up PB because he lifts the whole club up. To me, he's that talented. So, wherever he lands I have my own plan and pathway and pricing so there's nothing you know there's nowhere he could go as I say apart from to Turkey to get his hair done that would worry <laughs> me um, and then I think you've got the two major back-to-back tournaments haven't you you've got Euros yeah. and World Cup he's coming into his prime ironically I think this helps him because I don't even know if he was going to start in June I think you were saying this to me like probably he was behind Rashford Sterling and Kane yeah.
0: well so you laughed at me when when I said Mbappe has is, is helped greatly by huh? the uh, back-to-back tournaments. Do you remember on, the, on a couple of episodes ago? Oh,
1: come on. Yeah, but that's because Mbappe starts for France. He's already scored in the World Cup final.
0: Yeah, I think Sancho will start, though. Will, will... Oh, you think he would have done? Yeah. Okay. yeah I yeah. think he would have done in Euro 2020. Mm. Um, mm. Although Southgate is a bit of a weirdo, isn't he? He's been well, he was Trent until playing... recently. He wasn't even playing Trent Alexander-Arnold,
1: was he? Until... Recent lies so I can't trust him fully, Southgate. But, um, mm. no, so I, I'm not worried. Are you worried if he went to say, uh, uh into Milan? I don't know. Just pluck it <laughs> uh,
0: well, I mean, you know, I, I would probably worry if he went to into Milan, <laughs> but the I think I give a percentage chance of about mm. you know 0.1 percent of yeah, that happening, yeah. you know, if that.
1: I mean, there may be a short term trade there may be a drop i I won't deny that there could be a short-term drop in the market you know can't control other traders but i don't think that would that would hold up and it wouldn't put me off my my trade um but then again i've kind of sat with him now from i started building him last august and uh, i think it dropped quite significantly 70p people thought i was selling but i wasn't i was just building quietly in the background
0: um, Quietly, quiet. yeah,
1: quite. I just continue to do that, really. And even when, the in-
0: when you, when, why don't you give a bit of uh, insight into how hard and difficult it is to build such a big position because it is quite a substantial one that you have. But <sighs> yeah. people, I think, underestimate how hard it is to um, to do it over a, a long course of time to not put yeah. all your eggs into the basket yeah. straight away. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I really do believe there's two paths, and I guess a lot of investors may say the same. Like, I'm not a big believer in diversification. I understand summer and each of us have got to sit at night with our own risk management and be comfortable with, you know, the values in players. But I looked closely in uh, injuries and the impact uh, of an ACL on Memphis Depay, the impact of a Neymar injury last year. So even an injury to Sancho, I kind of had in my head it may be an 8 to 10 percent drop and I was going to buy again. So I was running through all the negatives and all the, you know, a new contract. Well, that wouldn't really worry me. So, first of all, I kind of eliminated all the negative variables. And then it's just a case of putting my price down and then I was going to buy it until he hits that price. And it is difficult because by putting such a lot of capital into Sancho, I have accepted that I won't be able to hit every other trade. And there are trends that have come and gone over the last six months that I've I've uh, not been able to execute. But to me, over-trading is, um, it can be a big problem. And it, it, you know, you can try and hit every trend. And there are some people maybe talented enough to do that. But to me, there's a cost of time. You know, the more time I spend on the index, the more time researching, trying to be perfect, trying to hit every trend. That's taken away from other areas of my life. So mm. I want to get that balance right in terms of my family life and um not spending hours trying to hit every trend. And also and I just, think, just God, to
0: add to that before you go on. Yeah. I think you, you want to get into a, a few different things here. A lot of people do look at their gross their profit completely overall. But actually looking at your profit compared to your input or your profit per time mm, spent mm, 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 mm. or it, i I think it's probably a better representation of how successful you are on on football index
1: that's what i care about that's my number one kpi or key performance indicator i mean i don't have it hard like wired into me but i know how much time i want to spend on the index and watching football and i watch a lot of other sports so could i be doing better absolutely could i be better in the at the lower end of the market yes but i just think there's it's so important for listeners out there to number one play to their strengths and number two like I don't know have an expectation of how much time you want to spend on it and um how much well I guess how much research you want to do I guess that's what I'm trying to say yeah so I kind of know my strengths I know what I'm comfortable with so I'm very happy to sit and build a position on Sancho knowing full well that there's a transfer to come he's going to be picking up PB wins at some point and the price is going to explode on that Um, and ironically, I think my strategy is, look, it's not, it's not COVID-19 resistant. I'd never say that. But <laughs> I do think this month at least I've outperformed the market. That's the risk, isn't it? If you, buy a, a, if you have a small holding on many, many, many players, you run the risk of tracking the market.
0: Mm. Whereas, Which a lot of people are very happy to do, of course. Well, yeah, yeah. And in
1: the financial markets, if I were to go into that, I would buy tracker funds. Because I just have no knowledge or no real interest or passion in business. So a lot of people are very happy to track the market. So yeah, if you want to track the market, that's the way to go. But I've always been vocal and preferred a kind of smaller pool of players, higher volume in them. And I'll kind of back myself. So when the market drops, you know, we're in a bit of a bear market at the moment, aren't we? Bear market for listeners is kind of a falling market, right? Bull market, strong and positive, uplifting. Bear market... Sort of downwards negative pressure on it my players are I, I believe resistant to that so um, so I've had a good period but it, it's an interesting debate I mean where do you, where do you sit? I've always meant to ask you really where you sit on all that I mean do you trade without giving too much away do you trend trade sorry do you trade trends or do you like to build a position and just accept you may not have that massive peak every month but you know it's coming
0: down the line um I think my trading has has kind of changed throughout my time on the index because i've mm. i've obviously uh been studying then gotten like uh, into an internship uh the fake stuff has spiraled into its own kind of world uh considering we're doing uh you know another podcast now essentially as we speak here um gotten a lot more to do at my job so I think for me the less time I've had the more I've heard on the uh, let me develop a thesis for where I think there is value and let me go heavy into those players that fit that thesis best and it's quite hard to do because and and I'll tell you why and I think you probably um, have the same kind of strategy in terms of developing a thesis than backing that the reason it's quite hard is because you sometimes it's very hard to stay disciplined it's very easy to buy players that only fit maybe 70 or 80% of that thesis because you definitely think they're going to rise but it's 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 really tough i think someone that that does it really successfully and someone who does it um in a very disciplined manner is is PB man. He, he kind of religiously buys players under a certain age who have kind of uh, PB and MB potential over their careers. For me, I don't know if I completely um, look at it j- just as he does, but I look at my own thesis and I try and back it um as much as i can and i try and buy players that fit that thesis 80 90 at a bare minimum and at the moment i've only i think i've got like 15 or, or fewer players and as we came into the corona thing i think i only had 20 to 25 so it's not been a, a drastic shift for me um and i haven't taken any money out of the index so i've just kind of repositioned capital so i i, I don't know I, I think i haven't um I think I'd probably be quite similar to you. Uh I don't go obviously as heavy as you do. Um but it is uh it's something that I'm I'm thinking more and more about is you know because some of these opportunities they don't come over you know very frequently. There are people that have been waiting for certain players to drop a lot and they they haven't, you know um you know the trends of this world that we had a a bit of conversation about um you know if we look at his six month graph here he's gone to seven pound 32 but he's never dropped below 645 and percentage wise that's that's not a great deal is it it's about 10 percent difference so that's Mm -hmm. quite a stable Mm -hmm. price i've just picked him out because he's on the increase list here on Mm -hmm. on on football index in front of me Mm -hmm. but a lot of people Mm -hmm. have been probably waiting for that price to fall and it hasn't so yeah yeah. That's the other thing as well. It's for me is um you know, the the timing of your buys is very important when you kind of yeah, adhere is. to this strategy.
1: Yeah, it is. And um, it's a good example, Trent, because he reached a peak of I think seven pound thirty ish. Yeah. is it seven thirty? Yeah. 732, so yeah. So I've got a huge holding, people probably know that anyway, in Trent Mbappe and Sancho. So you look at Trent, seven pound thirty, he's now, as you say, down ten percent. I was never willing to sell uh, as he was dropping. So someone may argue, okay, you haven't used your cash that effectively. Um, if If you foresaw the drop coming, you know, why didn't you sell and then buy back at a lower price? But to me, that just gets a little bit too intricate for my trading style, you know, because I'm never, I'm not completely sure where the bottom is. I've got no intention of selling trend anyway. So I'll just look at the dip and buy more as opposed to coming off my position and trying to kind of buy more at lower price. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure because- elite traders could probably, would have maybe sold at £7.30 and bought at £6.60. But, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of in this... Potential overtrading, model, but, but you know,
0: the, the margin there is actually probably seven eight percent, isn't it? Well, it's because you've got commission, haven't you? So you come and, up and you're looking at, you look count... at Sancho now, he's gone up seven percent in the last 24 hours. So, yeah, um, that, to be that, that intricate yeah. and specific,
1: yeah, it's not, it just isn't worth it for me. And I, I really admire traders out there that do it, I know some of them do, but probably as well with my balance, say I had a lot of players um i would panic that i was gonna the opportunity cost to me of missing the rise of a harland or a bruno or a sancho you know we're only ever a few days away potentially from a big story breaking out football index you know the football changes so frequently so yeah i kind of want to be available and ready to to move into those players and i find it a little bit harder to get out of lots of positions and take a lot of instant selling hits to kind of catch the rise um yeah so you know it's fascinating the different strategies out there um but yeah uh, i've kind of got my own methods really
0: Mm -hmm. and i suppose if you have a lot of players if you combine the trying to be intricate in the in and out of trading with having a diverse portfolio that becomes even more difficult doesn't it
1: yeah that's right and i've been burnt a few times on players like uh, I'm trying to think of a name and example here. But there are players, I think I said this when I first spoke to you and begun on the podcast. There are players that I think and I well, I'm pretty sure they're gonna rise, but I don't value them as an FI hold, if that makes sense. Um and the danger of being caught on those is quite high nowadays to me. Because it's all well and good you may be able to time the 20p uplift on them, but in my gut I know they're overpriced. And if they start to slip the price can drop pretty quickly and you're basically stuck because you can't sell at that point. And if you need the cash, then you've got to instant sell and you've undone a lot of hard work. So the margins are very tight and I've always felt you need to be pretty much perfect on those. So I steer clear and I just kind of focus on my own little uh, bubble of players that I value and that what sort of tick the boxes that I want.
0: That's a nice segue because you've said the word value there. and mm-hmm. I think we want to talk about a little bit about how players are valued because we are still seeing people saying oh well scoffing at the kind of 11 pound 33 price which again as you mentioned before opinions may mean that some people are going to be right and some people are going to be wrong but where Mm. where do you see it not specifically with sancho but in terms of how people are valuing players or how you're perceiving people are are valuing players when you see certain tweets or certain posts
1: yeah i'm just not sure there is a consistency of it i mean i i don't well, i don't know if career dividends is a genuine believed thing i mean i i, I believe in it firmly and may, maybe you can break the career down into into chunks you know sam friedman remind me what sam friedman said when he spoke about you know it's a 12 year hold with eight percent commission is that what he spoke about you know because you're yeah, paying the two percent commission to recycle your hold every three yeah. years
0: yeah yeah so i think um his his thing is uh you have this base anchor value point and people are going to be uh there's going to be contention about how what percentage of a player's value is actually the anchor point right so and that is the the dividends ap- uh, uh, across a career for me i'd say that's like 50 60 percent of a player's value and then you've got other things that are layered on top of that whether that's a percent potential positional change in the future um kind of uh, you know a player getting better far better than their kind of like current trajectory um a, a transfer an injury etc there are all these other things that are kind of like layered above that uh, where, where where you can value a player but fundamentally that anchor point is uh, dividends across the career because that's what fi are well, kind of trading on the other side of it aren't they
1: yeah and you have to be very sensitive here because i don't really want to talk down specific players so it's very difficult But if player X is, I don't know, 32 years old and he is four pounds, then, you know, I may have a look at how many dividends he's returned in the last 12 months to give me just a bit of a benchmark, a bit of a base, you know, where's he sitting? So, right, he returns 50p a year. Well, that's great. So he's four pounds. He's returning 50p a year in the prior 12 months. So that gives me an idea, right? If he can maintain his level of football, And his position doesn't change and he doesn't have reduced minutes because of his age, blah, blah, blah. Then maybe he's on for another 50p over the next year. You might want to uplift it a little bit because FI are going to increase dividends. So but then I'm thinking, well, hang on, if he's only if he's 32, say he plays for four or five more years. That's what? That's one pound, 80 to two pounds of dividends he's going to get. And then what? He then goes to zero if he retires. And what no one's been able to explain to me is why, you know, how is that? value there's a difference between selling him on to someone that equally doesn't understand value and doesn't price players but that is an intrinsic value to me um so that's that's why there's this haziness on the on the timeline and uh, i don't think people are worried too much about it which is fine but i would just ask people to just tread with a little bit of caution and uh, there's no there's no one you know i'm not saying you have to do it how I do it or how you, how you see others viewing it. But um, just trade for caution. Just think about how are you going to exit a trade? I'm not sure if there's enough understanding of exit points as well. That's another piece of valuing.
0: Mm, mm.
1: Because yeah, if, I, if this four on. pound, sorry, last thing, if this four pound player is 32, he's now 35. If he's gone down to two pounds by the time he's 35 years old, because he's near in retirement. Well, you've made two pounds of dividends, but you've lost two pounds of capital appreciation. You may make a little bit invest in the dividends, right, on the side, and that's hard mm. to value. But
0: that is really hard to value. That's what yeah, I think it's really hard to, to think about, isn't it? I, ju-
1: I just, you know, I'd like to just see more open, transparent discussion around valuing because I think then people may not panic as much. That's always my viewpoint. Like people tend to panic when their players drop. I think there should be excitement when their players drop because you should be thinking, wow, if I'm confident in it, I'm going to be buying more." Mm, mm. Where it seems the For other sure. way around to me, but.
0: Yeah, I, I think, and then there is the the underappreciation. I think of how thin the market is. So, for example, if you listed all your Sancho now, he could fall twenty uh, p or so. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't in that doesn't make a change to what he's valued at. Do you know? What I no, mean?
1: no, no, no. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, there are events, aren't there, that change players. Like, I had the controversial opinion, not controversial, but when Adam Cole threatened that he may remove racism articles from Sterling. I look back at some of the media Sterling had won and a uh, few chunks come against Bulgaria and there were some other pockets linked to his good work against racism. But if, if I are going to remove uh, racist stories from the media scoring, then to me, that intrinsically takes away a chunk of media that Sterling has won and is likely to win. So that would change my pricing and where I see a player. But you're right. When a player drops 10 to 20, 30p and I don't see any information as to why they've dropped, then that's just a top-up for me. You know, yeah. I'm not worried. If, I'm not worried if other people are going to sell. You know, I've got my own reasons, unless something fundamental changes with the player.
0: Mm. Agree? Wise you? words. What do you think? Yeah, yeah I, I, I totally agree. Like, I think mm. um, I think that's what a lot of people that have profited massively on the platform have done when there is no mm. fundamental reason mm, mm, a player mm. has. Because, for example, like, we could, we could sit here and say, well, um, Trent's dropped 10%, but now you know if you try to attribute logic to it a lot of people might be like, oh well you know liverpool might not be as good as people thought or uh, mm. or so on, he, he might stop being dominant you know mm. Uh, mm. He, he was he was marked really tightly in that first leg at elternature yeah, yeah, i don't yeah. know like all, yeah, yeah, all yeah. these kind of things but it's very hard to make to extrapolate that long term because uh I you think, know yeah, it's, yeah. it's just hard to say how those events affect him in the next 18 24 months whether or not they do or not or if they mm. do at all mm. you know what's funny i think i look at myself at the
1: financial markets and i've been addicted to bloomberg recently because there's been nothing else to do so at home watching it and when the footsie reached 5040 something like that i thought to myself wow that's dropped you know 2600 points that's that's a lot and i don't know if there's a systemic issue around so i was kind of tempted to buy but now it's 5600 I'm not so sure whether to buy or not and uh, I'm quite uneasy about it and that's because I have no idea really how to price the FTSE. I don't know how to price companies like I know like EBITDA, uh, PE multiples, I've got a sort of basic understanding but I'm so flimsy in that market and say I bought the FTSE 100 tracker today, if it started dropping a couple of hundred points I'd really panic because I just don't have knowledge on it and sometimes I see that on football index players, a player drops and that snowballs down, a player rises and it kind of snowballs upwards people are kind of joining rises and joining falls and maybe there's not enough independent thinking but maybe that's harsh
0: (laughs) yeah i I think that's why you have um overvalued and undervalued companies as well don't you it's probably the same thing yeah a, a disparate uh there's just disparate opinions on on how they're valued and mm-hmm. that's fine you know i mean we we talk about you know we're using zoom right now uh yeah. which is a which is I a conferencing company they, they've gone up recently a, a, against the bear market but even they fell a chunk when all the covid stuff happened quite irrationally right because their business model is completely unchanged yes that's
1: right that's right yeah, yeah. so just... it's they're doing well, aren't they? I'm just looking at it now, actually. But,
0: but you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's it, That's the kind of thing with, that we're talking about here with, with Trent or with Sancho. Like, If they were to fall uh, 10%, it's very important to look at the kind of wider context of things because I think people talk a lot about sentiment, but sentiment is quite a short-term beast, isn't it, to some extent?
1: It is. Look at Adama Traore. I mean, I, there's a little mistake I made, you know, bought him, sentiment was high on him. But I guess that's different because the shoulder injury you'd argue is an event that's affected his intrinsic value but then again i kind of questioned the value on him anyway um, mm. as a tricky one that was um yeah so um and oh, Man- i'll tell you what another thing while we're on it we're talking about sancho manchester united there's a lot of uh, question marks around their media isn't it which i just don't get i mean for the record, I do think the word United should be removed. And that takes yeah, 20, that up yeah, 20 I, I, points. I've it, never seen There's said, no logic to it. There's no, no logic to no, it. No, no, no. But here's a stat for you, right? I'm tapping the desk. Since Sir Alex Ferguson left, uh, I have been informed this week that 31% of all TalkSport radio phone-ins uh, were centred around Manchester United. There you go. 31%. Mm. So it just shows you it's not imaginary you know the media write about them whether you like it or not so you can sit and whine and complain about it or uh, as i do or you know try and play play the game in front of me and uh, make money and i don't think it's going away that's my opinion i mean they may (laughs) drop off a little bit if you remove the united 20 points but i don't think it's going to be a drastic wholesale change but i may be wrong but that's my opinion what do you think
0: uh i think they're just such a big talk- talking point and they've got the mm-hmm. the right uh they've got the right ingredients don't they in terms of that british core now and if they add to that with the uh well they've got the right the right mix of the the british core and the kind of um the kind of media magnet so to speak in in the in the in the likes of Paul Pogba whether or not he stays or not i'm not too sure i think it's probably more likely that he he leaves uh, eventually whether it's this summer or next um I, d- I just do think that they are such a pull and if they do make a signing like Sancho it's going to be massive news. I mean even if you look at when Ibrahimovic was there uh with et etc those moves were massively publicized across know, the media it, Pogba, it goes it way huge. back
1: it goes way back before I even joined oh, yeah. FI. You
0: know yeah. I think
1: people just think Manchester United's FI um, football index or sorry Manchester United's media appeal has just leapt up in the last year year and a half and uh, football in- like I don't know the conspiracy theory is driving me up the wall like you're right Zlatan public, massive deals massive coverage so that's yeah that's two two minutes on Manchester United um what about what else has happened this week what about fi comms the, the announcement
0: yeah I mean we've got to talk about that don't we uh what what were your thoughts because I think we kind of called it didn't we I mean we called me mm. and uh the iceman iceberg index called it on the the that's just gone he oh. uh he he said that they were he was mm. expecting mm. media madness I was expecting an extra penny mm. places for for fourth mm. and fifth so mm. uh, between the two of us we weren't too far off what you know we, we talked a little bit about the likelihood of we we said we'd both be ecstatic if double dividends stayed but we weren't expectant of it
1: no no very short term stimulus of the market that was i think and uh yeah five places makes sense because last summer they paid out five places didn't they so the mechanic was there to kind of uh deal with that i don't know if there's too much of a link there but in my head five places i could have predicted payout wise very happy with it my only bugbear would be uh well two little bugbears see if you agree with me number one i would have liked it to have just been announced without a little bit of the hype and without the word big and i know it's pedantic but that one word big i just think if they they must know their audience by now and um there was just a touch of disappointment wasn't there i felt on the timeline and in, in the community off the announcement and i think that may have been attributed to the word big what do you think
0: i agree i think the nuance of that word is is quite important isn't it because I feel, people... like, I feel
1: like a dick saying it though but you're yeah if
0: a lot of people, I think, just got too comfortable and used to the double dividends. I think don't you? Don't yeah, you? Don't yeah. you agree with that?
1: Yeah, that's true. Exiting that was always going to be a problem. A bit like exiting deposit bonuses. So you've kind of got this 10.62 six two in your head, and you're thinking, well, this is a drop off. They've, they've reduced the dividend payouts, but really they haven't because it was five three one. So they've actually enhanced it a little bit, give you an extra couple of places. But yeah, yeah. I think uh, in some people they did see the drop off. So so what you're saying is the word big didn't help them in terms of transitioning out of the double dividends
0: i don't think it does it did but i I think uh as usual i mean you have this kind of hysteria of certain people saying oh that's not good enough like why aren't you doing more and then i don't get that and then after a day or so it just disappears yeah and you wonder why i mean sancho's not going up 76p today to win 10p today isn't he is he no you know like, he's, he's not going up that much for this one media place.
1: No, and that's what's amazing, isn't it? People say, oh, not worth it for a 5p payout. Well, hang on, it's three years, potentially, of 5p payouts. Obviously, you're not going to win every day, but you can keep winning dividends. The bet can keep winning, can't it? Multi, you know, little multiple wins. Um, he's done, you know, he's done... Uh, oh, no, we must go back on to Sancho. But it is um, it's very accepting, I think, of the... the the community to kind of hit the top end players and criticise them. But when you look at the facts of it, I mean what's he done this week? Thirty two P and Serge Gnabry's done what, seventeen P all season? Like there are levels to this. <laughs>
0: mm, yeah, I mean Any half, half a million pounds has gone into him today. That's what uh, I've been yeah, told br- by my brilliant. sources. Oh a key source, yeah that A um, key source. That that yeah, man index index, index index track.
1: <laughs> I I DM'd him and he didn't reply to me. Did he not? That shows oh. the levels, doesn't it, and who he actually oh. responds to that's bloody cheek that is
0: sorry sorry Uh, mate half a million yeah that's yeah well just just before we um talk a little bit more about some other things how's uh how's uncle rich doing
1: oh he's all right i spoke to him last night and um we're both in a decision we're both in a a predicament at the moment because we're not sure whether to shave our heads Mm.
0: what are you thinking are you going to shave yours my head yeah, because you can't get to um, a barber's,
1: can you, for the next,
0: god knows how many weeks? No, I don't know. You I, say don't know if tr- I've, I, I don't know if I've got the necessary equipment. Ah, okay. I don't know if I've got like a proper well, can't like use... head, head trimmer. Do like you need the... a head trimmer, or can I just use
1: my electric shaver?
0: So so I've got an electric shaver, but it's quite, it's like very beard specific. Oh, right. So it's a, it's called a, a, a Philips one blade i think oh. I, I definitely recommend it they're they're, they're great yeah um, can't we get philips to but... sponsor us add a few yeah pe- maybe um,
1: philips one blade let me have a look
0: <laughs> well, speaking of sponsors i probably need to oh, yeah. plug the athletic don't i go on have you been reading any more of those the the their stuff honestly no oh that is <laughs> no that's, that's, i've been busy it's this awkward, week. It? yeah it's awkward yeah but anyway
1: they are brilliant you give them a plug
0: <laughs> oh, did you? I mean, just on a massive aside. Yeah. Did you, by any chance, listen to this Sesse Fabregas interview on the on Ars Blog? No. Oh, he he went on the Arsenal pod, like Ars Blog wow. podcast. It was phenomenal. Oh, it was so good. He was when he when he was coming back. So Arsenal. Apparently, listen to this. So I know this is a complete tangent. But when he was going from Barcelona, he he basically had prepared himself to come back to Arsenal, and apparently, in his contract, mm. there was a clause whereby Arsenal had a week. As soon as, as soon as Barcelona intended to sell him, they had to notify Arsenal. And Arsenal had a week to buy him. And if they didn't buy him within that week, he then could go to wherever else he wanted. And mm. Arsenal didn't exercise that right to buy. And he uh, obviously ended up at Chelsea. But he could have gone to also, also United or City. That's United or was. City? Yeah, mm. how crazy is that? yeah how crazy is that well anyway anyway uh, today's episode is brought to you by the athletic they're an amazing subscription-based sports news website and they're delivering amazing sports coverage even when there are no sports on with the likes of david ornstein james pierce sam lee rafa honigstein uh, they're telling stories you won't find anywhere else no ads or clickbait just great sports writing and 50 percent off your annual subscription for the best sports writing around you can go to slash figs that's theathletic.co.uk slash fig and it's only £2.49 a month if you use the fig code or the, the link uh, on your annual deal. Any Anything you've been buying uh, oh, no, recently fuck, that it? costs more than 2 pounds I know you're gonna say that I was just scrambling <laughs> in my head
1: um bought three easter eggs for £10 yesterday so oh, one easter on egg £3.33 so that's probably more than an athletic well that is more isn't it? That is more. Yeah, there you Fundamentally, go. Fundamentally,
0: that is more. Yep. that is more. Um, I want to talk a little bit about this uh, non league announcement. Ah, oh, one second, just to circle back. Go on,
1: circle back. One second. Uncle Richard decided oh, whether course. to shave head. Uh, also, uh, told me that you can freeze milk. I thought the listeners might want to know that. Yes. Because in this day and age, you want to be going out less. It may change colour, he tells me, but don't be alarmed. So put your milk in the freezer. And. Um, Oh, what? oh no! Actually, I need him to call me. I've got an issue with moss in my garden, but that's actually completely oh, random. No. Well, I don't know how to get rid of it, but, but I won't worry about that now. Maybe if Fi gardener's is listening, can he DM me? Do I rake it and scarify it and plant seed? I don't know what to do with it. Anyway, carry on.
0: <laughs> Help this man, please. Out, anyone bro.
1: knows how to get rid of moss in their back garden?
0: Uh, DM me. <laughs> um, yeah, let's let's maybe see some shaved heads soon. Uh Uncle Richard leading the leading the way. Yeah, the the non league yes. announcement that's happened mm. is any any non league tiers, tier three below, they've voided those um mm. they voided those seasons. Mm. Which is pretty pretty interesting, isn't it? I guess so. <laughs> do you, you you don't you <laughs> don't find this <laughs> as interesting as me, do you?
1: No, like well. is is a big deal um, financially a massive deal for the clubs that wanted promotion?
0: Yes. I think it's, yeah, it is. But I I think it's kind of probably a wake-up call that, you know, football, I know the FA have come out and said that they have every intention of finishing these leagues. And I know the European authorities in UEFA have come out and said that they need to finish the Champions League and Europa League. Yes. You know, do you, like, could there be a situation where those seasons avoided because we're seeing it down the down the ladder mm. and could it creep up you know I, I don't know i haven't
1: come off my june the 13th date um <laughs> but it
0: could it, it, yeah, of course it could yeah
1: i just think different animals and different beasts when you've got billions of sky revenue um pushing a product versus um you know third tier non-league football mm. but it's in, i mean it's noteworthy for sure and it's pretty sad, especially for the clubs that are going to be promoted that maybe have lost out on, on massive revenue and could go under. But mm. it doesn't really move me off the, the pot thinking mid-Jan, July.
0: Mm. I mean, I, June, I don't know, 13th of June. That's You know what, if you, if you get that bang on the head, <sighs> I don't know, what, what's going to be my forfeit?
1: Uh, maybe you shave your head and come round. Yeah. i tell you well, you, I will... you come round... Let me shave your head and then you can uh, deal with my moss in my garden if I'm not there
0: with it. <laughs> <laughs> deal. Yeah, okay. I don't know how I'd get, I don't know how I'd feel about either of those things, to be fair. Yeah,
1: TikTok. Uh, in, in Baldwin,
0: in Baldwin? <laughs> no, I'm not. I did actually download it yesterday. Yeah, I've got it. Um, I downloaded it yesterday. It's very addictive.
1: It's, you know what the app is brilliant it's so user-friendly by the way you can just yeah, scroll up well and down. You go to the right if you want to go on to someone's profile little circle bottom right hand corner of the screen gives you uh tiktok videos with the same theme song all the same music backtrack doesn't it it's very like mm. user-friendly
0: yeah. it's brilliant isn't it it's brilliant i think that uh i just wanted to circle a little bit back to the, the quintuple media thing because i don't know if we oh if did we discuss that enough of course then um do you do you think there is possibility? Because I think uh, SOTD, for example, has been talking about this. Do you think it's possible that players are gonna? I know the overall payout is smaller than double dividends, but some players are definitely gonna receive more dividends yeah. than they would have with, with the the double triple mm. thing mm. threat. Mm.
1: Oh, what was the question? I was
0: just agreeing with you. <laughs> do you think? Oh, do you think players? Some players oh. will, will receive more <laughs> dividends if they if there's five places. Yeah yes i do
1: i think it can offer you can string the wins together a little bit easier you know i think there's a possibility for players to pick up yeah three to four days in a row after a big story or a big interview so that's good and i think some of the lesser known players you just get that little bit of enhancement there um because they can nick a fourth or fifth place so i think it's good The set the other thing that if we did go absolutely crazy for media payouts and dividends then i just think you're gonna get a massive run and sell off of your pb players even more so yeah. and it's gonna just dis- just dis- cause a disproportionate effect on the market if that kind of makes grammatical sense that sentence so i don't think it would be particularly healthy to have this massive shift to media players and everyone chasing it just then for all the money to have to flood back to pb with football returns so i think they were caught between a rock and a hard place a little bit
0: they were they were, and and also you get the the other side of things as well. You mentioned PB players there, but um, you know you could have an absolute overinflation of MB players. What if you made it bigger? If it, double, you know, oh, double, if it was yeah. double for the whole summer, got, you know, like be, yeah, yeah, you, you could have players going up to ten, eleven quid and then falling to to five or six after the summer. And Easy. I know that happens in the usual summers, yeah, but yeah. It, it wouldn't be a great look, would it? No, 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 no. no.
1: I I think the levels are really sensible. I mean. Yeah, I enjoy trading I think,
0: media. Yeah, I think there was something really important said by Index Analyst on uh, Slack. I don't know if I sent you this, but, and I mentioned it on the pod that, that goes out this Sunday, mm. but uh, he basically said, you know, this is a sensible move by FI. They've basically reduced their liabilities by this many millions up until the end of April. Mm. Um, and this is smart business decision-making mm-hmm. and we should be happy because we are invested in the product yeah. as well as yep, the market. yeah, yeah
1: absolutely right to, to me we can have our petty squabbles and our bickering on the timeline but ultimately we are all rowing in the same direction and we are invested in the football index platform and some may have better returns than others but ultimately football index goes to where we want it to then it benefits
0: everybody for sure for sure right mate uh let's uh i mean let's wrap up i guess
1: yes i think we've covered everything we can maybe start some phone in soon i fancy that yeah a few people yeah you know giving ringing in maybe throwing some abuse around or hopefully being let,
0: let us it. know let us know how we should do that by the way give us some feedback because yeah i've got an idea of how we do it just chuck out a phone number online and people start calling in yeah but, uh it's, they could it's ask gamut like hey, a, i mean i guess yeah football alan English. brazil's retiring isn't he Yes, he is. So yeah. uh, well, we might have to take over. We
1: could. We could. Yeah, people can just ring in. I don't know. Yes, it should be more football index centred. But, you know, for example, right, say I threw out this moss query. You might have a lovely chat ring in and just give 20 seconds. How to get rid of my moss. And that may benefit 5% of the community. They also might be able mm. to get rid of their moss. So we yeah. mustn't rule out this, uh, <laughs> this dial in.
0: <laughs> I think the show pony is going to have an absolute field day. Uh, or a most day, A most day say, a most with day. The, with the next with the next meme for this uh, yeah. for the, for the vidcast extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, mate, uh, thank you very right, much for jumping yeah. on. Okay, appreciate it always. Thanks very much. Uh, where can people find out more about you? Ah, oh,
1: I've changed my name, haven't I? It was that sporting underscore panda? But I've changed my name now to Panda Paxman. So uh, <laughs> why that? I just got some lovely messages from my fans saying the way I interviewed ASP last week was like a young know, Jeremy Paxman. So it's just. <laughs> <laughs> so just a little tip of my cap to, to the fans so.
0: i'm not i'm not sure i'm not sure it was quite <laughs> i don't think so anyway anyway yeah anyways stay safe everyone wash your hands and do all that great stuff uh stay indoors and uh, just remember football index is a gambling platform only bet what you can afford to lose and when the fun stops do stop thanks very much everyone for listening cheers